From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday 18th of May. Good afternoon. Today we're going to be discussing some of the biggest stories around the world, including Britain's new inflation figures and the new Chilean constitution. We'll also be talking to Professor Katie Hayward about the UK government's decision to change the Brexit deal and the odds that it leads to a trade war between the UK and EU. But first, the Sri Lankan petrol shortage. Today, Sri Lanka's government has claimed that it's running very, very low on petrol. Specifically, they've stated that they only have enough petrol to last one more day, and that this, in turn, could mean blackouts that last for up to 15 hours a day. Sri Lanka's problems unfortunately don't stop there either. Sri Lanka is facing an additional shortage of 14 different types of medicine, including heart disease drugs and anti-rabies vaccines. This is all part of Sri Lanka's wider, ongoing economic crisis, which was sparked by the COVID pandemic, increased oil prices and tax cuts by the ruling Rajapaksas. For their part, the government is trying to ease the burden on the country by, for example, planning to privatise Sri Lankan airlines and seeking approval from the treasury to increase bill issuance to 4 trillion rupees. But whether this will be enough is as yet unknown. Yesterday, President Biden authorised the redeployment of just under 500 US troops in Somalia, reversing a decision made in late 2020 by then-President Trump to withdraw from the East African country. A senior administration official said that the move was to enable a more effective fight against al-Shabaab. However, the troops will not be engaging in direct combat, according to the Pentagon, and will work instead on training, advising, and equipping Somali forces. This move still contrasts with Biden's promise to end forever wars, although the administration has described this redeployment as a persistent presence rather than a permanent one. The White House has also pointed out that these American troops have been traveling in and out of Somalia on an episodic basis since Trump's withdrawal, so it's actually a repositioning of forces already in the theater. Or at least, that's the take of the White House press secretary. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. Moving to the UK, the Office of National Statistics have announced that inflation has reached a 40-year high of 9% in Britain, and have even suggested that it could reach 10% later in the year. According to the ONS, about three quarters of this increased inflation figure is due to the rise in energy and gas prices. The UK is also currently living through a cost of living crisis, with many household budgets being pushed to breaking point. This then will come as unwelcome news to many. In addition to high levels of inflation too, Britons are also struggling with surging fuel prices, which in April were the highest on record, as well as higher food prices, which were up 6.7% last month, higher water bills, higher energy and gas bills, higher cost of postage, and higher interest rates. Clearly then, there's a lot of pressure on Chancellor Rishi Sunak to bring additional support in to help those who are struggling most. 
Next up, Chile's Constitutional Convention has finalized a new draft constitution that could replace the country's current one that was introduced in 1980 following the Pinochet dictatorship. At a lengthy 499 articles, the draft will now be worked on by three commissions to condense it, write a preamble, and plot a potential transition from the old constitution to the new one. And the country will then approve or reject the final document in a referendum in September. By the way, this whole process came about in the wake of massive nationwide protests in 2019, largely against deep-seated inequality in the country. Then, in 2020, Chileans voted overwhelmingly in favour of drafting a new constitution, and later delivered a victory to independent, left-wing and indigenous groups when electing the convention that's been drafting the document over the last 10 months. So, with those influences leading the group, it's maybe unsurprising that the convention's president said that this is an ecological and equal constitution with social rights at its very core. But we'll have to wait until later this year to find out if it gets the Chilean people's sign-off. Finally, yesterday the Foreign Secretary of the UK, Liz Truss, set out the government's plan to change the Northern Ireland Protocol, the bit of the Brexit deal that handles the Irish border. Truss announced that a bill would soon be introduced in the UK to disapply parts of the protocol, in response to what she described as the grave situation in Northern Ireland. The bill is set to ensure that goods not destined for the EU are freed of unnecessary bureaucracy. It would also allow businesses in Northern Ireland to choose between UK and EU standards, as well as allowing the government to tax and spend in Northern Ireland as it wishes. Unlike the last time the UK tried to legislate over the protocol though, Truss is clear that the bill would not break international law. However, the EU have already said that if the UK continues with such a bill, it will respond with all measures at its disposal. So it's clear that the two sides disagree on the legality of such a move. To try and get to the bottom of this, we spoke to Professor Katie Hayward, a senior fellow at UK in a Changing Europe and professor of political sociology at Queen's University Belfast, and here's what she had to say on the EU's likely reaction if Johnson does pull the trigger. I mean, they are legally constrained to act proportionately, so they can't uh, react in such a way that might be equally, you know, meeting fire with fire. Um, however, they do have, you know, heavyweight um, tools at their disposal. So now we're not just talking about the withdrawal agreement, but the trade and cooperation agreement. And like the nuclear button could be to say, listen, if you're breaching international law and the withdrawal agreement, we may as well just suspend the trade and cooperation agreement or even terminate it. That of course takes a long process. It would have to be done on the basis that the UK is breaching the rule of law seriously and substantially. Mm -hmm. that's, at the, that's at the far end. There are many things that are at the use disposal in between. Um, and I would caution against the idea that, you know, proposing to breach the protocol immediately raises the Irish border as a question and that any negative impacts will be felt on the island of Ireland. Because, of course, now we have a very real border between Britain and the EU. So if the EU did want to send a message to the UK government, probably won't send it via Ireland. It'll probably say, OK, if you want to experience harder borders, let's rigorously implement 
the trade and cooperation agreement in the sense of checks and controls on everything we could possibly put checks and controls on. Yeah. Um, and you see it inland in Britain rather than um, this idea that you suddenly have um, the need for customs officers at, at, at the Irish land border. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want our full interview with Professor Hayward, where we discuss why Johnson even wants to make these changes to the protocol, as well as the legality and implications of such a move, then that's all available in the extended briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday. Available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at Curiosity Stream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, Curiosity Stream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on Curiosity Stream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.